0: Alright, let's try this again. This is Chris and...
1: It's Chris and Amy, and um, if you don't know us, you can then like our page on Facebook, it's Definitely. Chris and Amy D-I-C. Yeah,
0: it's Facebook.com slash so Chris and Amy D-I-C, as in
1: German color. Yes, you which follow our lifestyle, if you like, but sure. we'll just um, hop into it. So, yes. we just got finished. What did we just got finished? So well, we're first, doing we're, we're over,
0: trying to right? play around
1: with this app. Oh, this is- oh this Anthem this is- app. Anchor,
0: something, whatever it is, it's anchor.
1: Anchor, stop saying (laughs)
0: anthem. I know I've been saying. People gonna be
1: googling. It's it's the wrong
0: thing, but yeah, we're trying to play with anchor.fm and realizing that I don't know if it's the UI or what it is, but like Snapchat totally goes over my head as well. I don't know, like getting too old, maybe too, too much wine. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. So anyway, we're trying to figure this out. We think it's pretty cool. It's a quick way to get content to everybody and to interact with the community.
1: We're just, we're so, doing, right now we're doing a free, um, we're doing a free commercial for Anthem.
0: Yes, basically that's kind <laughs> of what we're doing. But yeah, so we'll get into it. We, what were you saying about what we were doing?
1: So it's very late. It's eleven forty-eight at night right now because we have um, we're on our grind time, I guess. What, what Gary oh, Vanderchuck? Time. Yeah, Gabriel, Gary Gary oh. would say your grind has to always be on. So. <laughs> It's on right now, and we just got finished doing a voiceover for an expansion of our business that will be out soon. Yes. Um, interesting, interesting. Snap, snaps in a circle. And um, in the meantime, as we're giggling, laughing, and making jokes on each other's voiceovers, we're um, we just started thinking about where we were. Um, just what over four years ago and where we are now and and also where we want to be um and we just started thinking like man like if i would have said you know what if what would i what if i said that let me just put my dreams on hold to make my kids happy to make my husband happy which i'm now uh he's now my business partner um just to put it all on hold Stop being happy. Stop dreaming, and do for your kids. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I think the underlying question, you know, yeah. that you're kind of getting at is, can you be a successful entrepreneur and have a family and raise your family well and still be involved in your kids' lives and do what it's you know you know what it takes to be uh, to great to have a great family unit, but also to have your business succeed.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of times um, you're in a situation, and other people project their fears on you. I know when I first started this business, you know, I had family members. What were you doing? What do you do? You need to get a real job. You need to go back out there and get your get your master's degree so that you can provide for your family. Get outside the house and and do this and do that. And and in some sense, it kind of puts you in a place where um, is am I doing the right thing by doing what I love? You know, I was a stay-at-home mom. Full, full time and then part time, I was still working on my business in between naps and in the AMs of, you know, in the morning hours. And uh, I was exhausted, but you know what? I just felt good.
0: Yeah. And I think, to be honest, I probably was in, in that naysayer crowd as well. Oh my God. And projecting fears. I had my own, I think I had my own way of trying to make sure that we travel down the most efficient route possible Um, but maybe you know it didn't come off as necessarily like positive reinforcement it came off as like negativity and you know you know just kind of making I don't know maybe making Amy feel as if she wasn't making the best decision so you know I definitely apologize for that and you know we've we've learned I think we've learned and worked past that and I had to realize you know much like some of the people who were the naysayers at the beginning including um, myself included is that It's their own insecurities, you know, that they're projecting on you because in this society, and just being completely honest, now things are kind of, you know, flipping on their heads at this point in time with technology. But to be completely honest, like the American dream and the American society and lifestyle, you know, quote unquote, air quotes, is set up and, you know, you're taught from the very beginning that you should always think as a worker and not necessarily you know as a person that's in a leadership position so yeah as i was saying you know in a society oftentimes it's designed uh to put people into uh positions where they're more so the workers rather than the leaders um but you know i think what we've learned is that it's really important in what we believe in as a family unit and amy and i have, have had several kind of deep conversations about this is that we believe that in order for your child to be completely happy that the parents have to be completely happy
1: yeah so all of this um um i'm gonna do what's best for my kids shit that people keep telling themselves to make themselves even more unhappy um it's crap yeah because you can do both making yourself happy is indeed making your kids happy so um
0: of course, I mean not that's not to be said that you know making that sort of decision doesn't come without risks. Oh right? yeah, of course. Like, there's going to be some things, you know, maybe health insurance and things like that and certain things might be spotty at times because you're yeah. you're chasing the bigger picture, you're chasing your dream. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. maybe bills might be a little behind But that doesn't always mean
1: They're not going to follow all of them I mean, the family may not follow on the same route That it's husband and wife, right? It may be just wife That's true And this goes to your husband If your wife wants to do something with their life It's not your job to tell her that she can't do it Yeah Do you understand? It is your job to support her And if finances have to be um, included And you guys have to have a conversation You know, that should be on the table to have You know, it's not just your rational. You provide your rational decision and shut down her rational decision, or what you would think her irrational decision. So it's um, it's something that you won't understand that provides freedom to your wife or to your husband to be completely happy. Because in that sense, I would tell Christopher, were you happy at your job? I was. I was.
0: I thought I was happy, and that's the and that's the way. I actually wrote an article a couple of years ago on this, like the way that money works is just funny. And I think I called the article like the cycle of unhappiness. And what happened is happens is you work, you know, you get a new gig. Let's say you work, you know, you start getting kind of accustomed to the people, so on and so forth. It becomes repetitive. Slowly, you start to kind of not like it and, and dislike your situation and wish it was better. And then what happens is you get that paycheck. And once you get that paycheck, that paycheck gives you a little feeling of euphoria, cause The way our society is designed, it's a consumer society, right? So now you have your paycheck, so you go buy a bunch of shit and it makes you feel a little better. And then you go back into work and start working again and realize, fuck, I'm miserable, 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 miserable. And then the paycheck comes around again and now you feel complacent, right? It's just a cycle of unhappiness. Mm -hmm. So I, I definitely was unhappy. And to speak to your point about husbands, you know, sort of running a dictatorship in the household, I find that extremely interesting and I think it's extremely disrespectful and you know i I just don't think it's a thing that produces a productive relationship right i thought i think that's what the feminism you know and the feminist movement is about is is you know allowing women to have their own voice and be their own individuals Mm -hmm. and i find it extremely interesting you know not to go into too much detail but that some people um even that we're aware of you know are still sort of in this situation where the woman um is just reduced to a a simple housewife, and you know that's that's their role and responsibility. Yeah. Um, so you know everybody has their own perspectives, as I often say, and everybody has their own opinions about things. But me personally, you're not necessarily setting yourself up for success in many ways, right? You're not setting yourself up for success in your relationship because the woman essentially feels oppressed,
1: or the man. It also is yeah, the or the man, man. Yeah. or or, or because, the man too. You know, right. I, I'm going to chime in about the man because sometimes us as wives we could set these really hard standards. Yeah. You need to get a job. You need to bring food in the house. You need to take the trash out. You need to um, be more um, open to conversation and listen to me more. We, we, you, 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 you are the provider of money. You're the provider of food, and you're also the provider of, um, of interest for the wife. So that's very difficult if you're in a situation that you hate. You go to work, you travel, you commute, you hate it. You're doing it because it's your role. So that's not. it's not just some, the oppression of the wife. It's the oppression of the husband. And also it's the oppression of the husband on himself. That he puts all this responsibility on himself. Mm-hmm. And he's not allowing um, for the wife to kind of come in and, and fill some of those... You know, fill some of the the space there that needs to be filled, I guess. So um, yeah, I just think that it's something that should be we we should be open about oppression of men. Yes. Yeah, but in continuing um, the oppression of men, you know, it happens. It's both sided. It's it's two sided. Oh my God, our son just. We have a video <laughs> video camera he We have a video camera. Up. so he just popped up his head, so I'm like, "Oh no, he's going to cry, But now I sleep. But yeah, so Chris as Chris was saying about feminism and me chiming in about the fact that you know it's not just only the women that's being oppressed and and held back from their dreams and their passions. it's the men too, and sometimes the men don't realize they have those dreams and those passions because they're thinking I have to be the provider in the most practical way. Yeah. by being impractical, impractical and being unhappy
0: yeah and i think another piece this is a this is a multi layered conversation but well, another piece is just thinking about probability right and you know as you know gary Vanderchuck talks about oftentimes is you, you know you have a a rare chance of actually being a human being in this lifetime and you have a obviously a finite amount of time that you're on this earth and one thing that's always, that always baffles me is that people are not necessarily willing to take a risk that could earn them 10 times their salary or 20 times their salary in their lifetime Um, but they'd rather stay safe and just continue you know continue to earn their base salary and make like you know point five percent of a raise each year that that always like from a probability perspective and from just a raw numbers perspective has always baffled me now trust me I understand security I grew up middle class you know Amy and I talked about this it took me a while to get used to you know sacrificing some things not necessarily having everything right now um, because you're sacrificing for the future So it took me a while to get used to that But I just think that it's very interesting that most people If you if you lay the cards out on the table In front of them and kind of explain What the possibilities could be If they're willing to work hard and sacrifice now You know that they're not necessarily That most people like 95% 90% of the people are not willing to sacrifice And that's why you know Amy and I often have this thing That we say like if it was if it was Easy everybody would want to do it You know so I true. think that's the thing is It's not easy and it's not safe yeah.
1: You know and while why you come from that middle class I come from the poverty level You know, like I'm used to not having So it's okay for me to take those risks Because I truly and utter believe that, utterly believe That I go about my passion We will not be on the street We won't be mm-hmm. begging for food Because you always have a backup plan If you have to go get mm-hmm. a job There's always a job for you to get So, um, And that's an
0: important distinction as well to mention Is that passion can oftentimes be the you know that that extra sort of fuel that you need to kind of get you over the hump so sometimes people have ideas and you should pursue you know things that are interesting to you mm-hmm. and that you're interested in but oftentimes passion is that extra push that gets you over the hump so that's a key a key important you know a, a, i think a key thing to mention as well it's very important mm-hmm. to recognize that that you know oftentimes you know certain people have the same ideas but one company you know may lead the pack with that idea versus the other company may not it's because the person that maybe completed it quicker and and in a better way has the passion to do it because you know maybe if they're making a diabetic app they have diabetes right as for the person that doesn't have diabetes but knows somebody with diabetes they still have passion but maybe mm -hmm. it's not the same as the person that actually has diabetes right So, so you know it's important to to realize your passions and you know just realize like Are you are you really warm on the idea, or are you kind of like?
1: You have to know if you really want to do it. You know, like if if you know that this is something that keeps reoccurring in your dreams and your (laughs) daydreams, it follows you wherever you go. Like um, you're sketching about it, you're talking about it, you're writing about it. Then that's probably something you should pursue. Give it a shot, you know. Um, And then to kind of say that the passion is your fuel. What, what could also be your fuel is the kids that you see that you're raising, your family, you know, the the people that you love. That's, you know, that's your fuel too. Bringing a child into this world was the thing that really set it, was was it for me. You know what I mean? Like, I started my business and I was pregnant, so I didn't really have the opportunity um, to get hired and, and get into the full swing of the traditionalism where you're, you know, you have a job and you have, you know, that type of regular thing. You know, I had to create my own job. Yeah,
0: so just back, you know, back to what you're saying about, you know, the family and everything.
1: Basically back to my Cinderella story. I always start off this way when um, I'm, you know, I'm on when I'm on an interview, or I'm just talking about how I started my business, I started my business when I was about three more months left in college, and I was pregnant. Boom, pregnant. What am I gonna do? I had my portfolio show, stood in my portfolio show, probably one of the top um, students in my class, and nobody was looking at my stuff. I immediately knew that no one was gonna, no one was gonna hire me, um, soon-to-be interior designer. No one's gonna give me a shot. So I gave myself a shot. You know, I knew that I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know if I wanted to be it for real. But I threw myself in there and said, you know, I love designing. Let me just hop in here with Christopher. He taught me all. He he, he taught me everything that he knew. And eventually I caught on. I started doing a lot of web design networking. And then eventually um, I ended up being the top 3% design, one of the top 3% of design talent in the world. And that's how much... Your need to provide and your need to um, And your passion can drive you to get where you want to want to be and having a family there Yeah, there are other difficulty. There's difficulties in that too. There's the balance.
0: There's definitely the balance and You know figuring out a way to kind of maintain that family unit, but I think the kids just Stick but that's, the, like you know, anything, yeah. that's like anything Christopher though it's like if that's you have a full time job That's true you and, still and you're coming have, home at 7, 8 o'clock and, Yeah you know, Where's time your, with your balance And there? all that kind of stuff Yeah you're right Where's
1: yeah. your work life balance right. there?
0: And and, and and you're unhappy and goes, about it And that goes back to what we've been talking about Which is like You know it's funny in this life Right like How your brain can you know almost work against you in many ways if it feels like an idea is a negative idea right because mm. that's because you're right that is most people's brains telling them entrepreneurship is a bad idea for me because i'm not gonna be able to see my kids but if you get probably get home at 7:30 at night anyway <laughs> so but it's like get- it's the same thing like it's just it's yeah. just your fear which you know it, it's okay to admit fear it's okay i had to realize that like it took me honestly staring You know, not being successful for a while and crying, you know, just about where I was at and just understanding my emotions and really digging down deep to figure out it's okay to like, to to have fear, A, and B, it's okay to fail and not succeed and learn from it and pick yourself up by the bootstraps and keep going, Yeah, you know? But, you know, back to sort of like the family unit, um, you know, uh, and, and to your point about actually what we've been talking about with just failure and, you know, entrepreneurship and things like that and learning from that. I forgot who it was recently that we read, but somebody said, like, nobody in America that they've ever known has ever, like, been homeless on the side of the street. Yeah, yeah. And that has been entrepreneurs. So, you know, that's the thing that a lot of people we watch, you know, these uh, influencers and different entrepreneurs that that we sort of follow as mentors, they always say, you know, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you can always go back to Starbucks, you know, or go go back to McDonald's or go work somewhere else if you want. So back to the –
1: The the statement that I'm going to sacrifice my passions the thing that makes me happy for my kids Okay What the hell are you really sacrificing? Okay, so let's say you're unhappy You you know get yourself together you go to work because you need to put food on a table Whatever the case may be get yourself to work and you sit there, you're unhappy, your kids call, you know, they're sick, blah, 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 blah. you have to lug yourself back, but you have your boss saying, this is the last time, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, you gotta be here on time, you can't keep taking off because your kid is sick, blah, 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 which are actual things that happen. Your kids get sick, Um, you know, throwing up, flus, all that kind of stuff, that crap happens. Um, And if you don't have a job, that's awesome, that lets you work from home when you have those problems um gives you some work-life balance, um, and you have to be in work all the time, every day. You go to work, it takes you maybe, you know, depending on if you use transit or you commute, and you're in rush hour. You go to rush hour, and you, you know, you're sitting there for a half hour, you don't get paid for that, and then you sit for another half hour to come back home, only to cook, spend, talk to your kids over dinner, And put them to sleep and wake up and do that crap all over again what exactly are you sacrificing your kid is not even happy that's all I'm saying like how can your kid be happy with only seeing you when you cook and chat and help them get to bed that's the only thing that you get to do so what are you really sacrificing that's all I'm saying you can be happy struggle for a bit to get yourself together figure out ways and different um, even if it's just working from home that's going to make you happier even if it's just being there for your kids that's just going to make you happy being in control of your schedule there are several things that you could do you don't always have to be an entrepreneur either
0: yeah and you know? basically what she's saying is chase your dreams or end up working for somebody who did
1: <laughs> kind of kind of i mean this is only this only applies to you if you're sitting at your job and you're completely unhappy yeah. and you're, you're sad you're unhappy, and you're cranky when you get home because you're unhappy Mm-hmm. And um, you know you're just upset,
0: well, and you well, want and you. Well, let's go back to the you know the what this the safety net that that is. I want to do what's best for my child, right? Because what a lot of people will say is that oh my child is happy, so I'm happy, so I'm doing the best for my child. So what I what we always believe and we firmly believe this is that the parents have to be happy for the child to be happy.
1: Oh yeah.
0: I remember coming home so distraught, frustrated, and upset from work. And what you do is like
1: take it out you know on you me. take it out
0: of your kids sometimes you're just like you know like all you need is a little a little bit left you know for that straw to break, and you know things to you know just turn on their heads, you know yep. you're projecting that negative energy and, and all that stress and all the situations that you're facing at work on your child, which is not fair, yeah, and it's not healthy, you know, so you know i I think the moral of it all is really. Entrepreneurship is a great alternative if you have a dream and you have passion and you know that you want to pursue something. Mm-hmm. But also, the, you know, another alternative is there's so many great companies nowadays that are open to remote working that, that do have more work-life balance and so on and so forth. So at the very least, you can switch companies and try to work for somebody who actually values your time, your health, and your, your work-life and family balance.
1: Yep, that's very important. So, let's wrap up. Um, So, overall, what I'm trying to say, and this only applies to you if you are completely unhappy with your life, you're a parent, and you think that you're doing the right thing by doing the wrong thing for yourself, hence doing the wrong thing for your kid. So, basically, try something. Even if you're doing your passion part-time, do something a little bit each day mm-hmm. and free yourself a little bit each day so that you can eventually get to the point to where you're completely free and happy and flexible and, um, you know, in it to win it. Yep. Yeah.
0: And, 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 you know, I think there, you know, to your point, there's a lot of great tools. There's Anchor. Yeah. Um, there's Instagram. There's so many different things. There's so many apps nowadays. All you really need is your phone. You know, if you want to try to pursue something, you have Pinterest. You have all these different things. You know all these di- um, digital tools at your disposal. Mm-hmm. If you want to try some sort of media-related, you know, hobby or something like that, or blogging or something like that. So definitely, you know, go after your passions. And if you're unhappy at your job, but entrepreneurship is not necessarily for you, there are plenty of companies. There's we work remotely, and all these different websites. Yeah. And you know, there's remote jobs on Indeed. There's ZipRecruiter. There's tons of different jobs. Um, specifically in the tech field but to be honest I think a lot more people in the customer service space are starting to be open uh, to people working remotely as well so there's definitely something else that you know could probably better your life in terms of the different type of job opportunity now you might have to make a transition you might have to make some adjustments Mm -hmm. there might be some different things that you have to do of course you know nothing that's great for you I think that's a transitional thing doesn't come without some sacrifice right like it's not going to be sm- smooth and seamless every single time Yep. so you might have to make some sacrifices but yeah, yeah i think that's going to be our first episode
1: it's all right chris say bye and then first first before we say bye who are you who am i yeah what do you do
0: i'm chris brooks from chris and amy and also one of the i guess co-founders of mm. dreaming color And our new venture, you know, that that, that we have yet to mention, but we will mention that in the next podcast, hopefully, or one of the other ones. Uh, But, yeah, so I'm a a technologist. I'm a designer developer. I'm a father. I'm a a cycling fanatic (laughs) first, husband second. What? Um,
1: That's awful.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I'm addicted to my bike. If I could marry my bike.
1: Uh, so I'm i found, Actually if I find
0: my bike before <laughs> you I would be married to my bike
1: <laughs> Anyway
0: but I love you still so.
1: I am Amy Otten. I'm a wife I'm a mother And I'm also entrepreneur I'm a UI UX designer And data strategist And one of the One of the top 3% of design talent in the world
0: One of the top
1: 3% Top amazing. 3% Yeah 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 Yaddy yaddy Humble brag Slow clap Anyway, um, Make it clap, man. yeah. What? <laughs> um, and we're also um, we are, we are entrepreneurs, um, of color. Yes, we are black, and we are thriving, or we're trying to thrive, and we're get to a point, we're trying to get to a point where doing, we are thriving. Doing pretty so, good so far. Doing pretty good so far. So good. So, mm-hmm. if you want to find us on Facebook, you can go to
0: Facebook.com slash. Chris and Amy DIC.
1: Yes. Um, you can also see what we do at dreamincolor.co. Yes.
0: Um,
1: and I think that's just about it. Also, we have Dreaming Color on Facebook as well.
0: Yes, Dreaming Legend on Facebook. Look forward to sharing some more cool things with you all.
1: And our experience being family and also being partners in crime and business. Blah, 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 blah. All right. How can I? Love, Bye.
0: Peace, Data, Design, and Development.
1: Love Cheers. Peace, Data, Design, and Development. Uh uh, uh, uh. Mm-hmm.